All right, everyone, we are four episodes deep, and this week we got one of the two gluten-free gangsters here, Eric Nielsen. How are you doing, Eric? I'm doing good. I'm just vibing and having a good time. Living and breathing. Living and breathing. Oh, starting things off, what are you sipping on today? Um, I got some single-barrel Four Roses, um, distilled and aged by Four Roses Distillery. In Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, all at the dome. <laughs> oh, the dome. Good yep. shit. Nah, Good I was shit. just reading the bottle, but uh-huh. um, it's something I just recently tried, and uh, I'm digging it. Digging it a lot. Usually, I've been smoking it with some cigars, but it's quite tasty. You've been smoking the whiskey with cigars? Well, you can smoke alcohol. I've seen that before. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, where people... Uh, oh, my God. They heat up the... The alcohol in like a pan is super unsafe because <laughs> you need to get out. You can't puke it out. But oh god, yeah, you can. And there's a video on YouTube. I remember watching it when I was younger. Some oh, dude Jesus. like smoking alcohol. You get pretty fucked up. But oh my god, is it nah, like no, not today. Is it like dabs? Like you just like well, you put heat it, in it up and it, the liquid turns to gas, obviously, and then inhale and holy shit, that's how you get the alcohol in, in your oh. body. It's like paint thinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. That sounds uh, terrible. This is not an advertisement for <laughs> That sounds awful. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, Eric's been doing some weird shit, I guess. Sticking to the basics tonight. Goodness gracious. Well, that's uh, that's what I was sipping last week when I had Dalton on. Uh, brought that down to our seminar in the Ozarks. But yeah, I do like it a lot. I think it pairs really well with a cigar. Like we were smoking the other day. I think oh, that yeah. one pairs really well with it. Um I am sipping on some Old Forester bourbon. Uh, it's pretty clean, pretty smooth, uh, nothing too crazy with it, but I enjoy that one pretty good. My uh, my collection's starting to get a little low. Um, I got a lot of half bottles here, so I might have to, might have to, you know, restock. But uh, pick some stuff up. Yeah, I know. Liquor warehouse. Oh yeah, liquor warehouse. They got some Angels Envy. And I've heard a lot of good things about that. Actually, uh, on my Snapchat the other day, I like was asking people for whiskey recommendations. And, dude, I got a list. Well, let's see those things. I got a list fucking a mile long. Uh, bullet or Bulliet bourbon. Um, I've heard of that. I, I've heard of it, too, which makes me want to get it now. Um, some Tin Cup. Uh, I had a lot of people recommend Angel's Envy. So I think that's going to be probably my next purchase. Jeff Reserve, um, one, one guy, you know, recommended a bunch of stuff. I didn't even write down. I just told myself to look at his messages. <laughs> um, uh, someone recommended a wine. Um, this ain't the wine circle, but I would give it a shot. I would give it a shot. Um, some whiskey recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. She said, she said, yeah, try this, uh, try this wine. I was like, uh, ma'am, <laughs> but I, I might give it a shot. Um, some Jim Beam okay. single barrel gentleman Jack, you know, what have you. E. H. Taylor, which is an expensive bottle, but I might have an opportunity at the end of the month to get some expensive booze for like for Sometimes like you just gotta pull the trigger on that warehouse stuff. prices. Yeah, that's See true. If it's too. worth it or not. That's true too. But yeah, there's a there's a long list. Hey, if anyone at home has recommendations, I am all for them. But uh you know, you told us what you were drinking tonight. What is your all-time favorite drink? Beer, um, seltzer, whiskey, whatever. 
if I'm being honest, I was never into alcohol for the taste. <laughs> I'll be I'll be straight up with you guys. Uh, yeah. When I started drinking, there was one goal in my mind, and it was not taste. I'll leave that that up to you what the goal was, but I promise you, it was not taste. Um, but now I guess is I'm maturing, or I'm still only 22, but I guess as I'm growing older, um, trying new stuff out and actually, you know, um, expanding my horizons instead of just bottom shelf stuff. Um, as far as whiskey goes, I'd probably say I like Knob Creek a lot. Knob Creek's a good one. Pretty basic. Knob Creek's um, a good one. You find it almost everywhere. Um, I like the Four Roses a lot too, honestly. Really? And then the Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. Oh my god! I got that recommended. That shit—it's it's super sweet, but like you can pound it. It is stuff so like good. it's nothing, dude. I had, I had a lot of people recommend that to me, but I have already tried it. I do think it's delicious, dude. I uh, I had heard about it for a while. I'd always wanted to try it. I never tried it until this summer. I was a uh, I was in Jeff City doing some stuff with my buddy Dalton, who was on last week. But um, we would drink a lot because there was not a whole lot else to do. Yeah. One night I was like, oh, yeah, I'll finally get some screwball and picked up a fifth, uh, tried it out. It was delicious. But I was just literally, me and him were watching oh, yeah. sports movies. And yeah. I accidentally finished an entire bottle with a very small. I let him try a little bit, yeah. but I pretty much drank the whole thing straight. It's no mixers. I was. I don't usually do that. I was surprised. It's dangerous in the fact that it won't kick your ass in, right. in terms of taste. You can drink that stuff, and it's not going to kick you like like a regular. I don't know what regular whiskey is to you guys, but like a Knob Creek or the Four Roses I was talking about, or Jack. It's not. It's not something that put you, you know, on the dick. Yeah, it, it's something you can sip on and. Sip on quickly, so dude, um, it is so it's good. some good stuff. I've heard people try it with uh, like ice cream and make like a root beer whiskey float. I guess <laughs> whiskey and <I'm>, float. <laughs> uh, I heard that's pretty good. And um, Dr Pepper, I like mixed with it. Really, Coke vanilla. You can mix a lot of it, a lot with it. But uh, you know, yeah. s- someone told me put some of that in some hot chocolate. Ooh. I don't it know. might be something to try. There's a lot you can try with it. It's a pretty, uh, and the peanut butter is very, very prominent in it. It's not like True. some whiskeys where you know people taste it and they're like, "I can taste the, I can taste the cherry." Yeah, the I can tell this was this was barreled for 150 years. This is aged. And, you know, it's not like that. You can definitely taste the peanut butter. So if you're looking for a whiskey that has a defined taste to it. Um, I definitely highly suggest giving that giving that a try. It's also just easy to drink. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I, you know, now I drink whiskey straight. Uh, you know, for the most part, at least starting off, uh, maybe mix it if I'm trying to pound them. But, but that screwball, dude, you can easily just make a tall glass of that. Oh, yeah. nothing else. Um, but would you would you consider that your favorite drink, all time favorite? No, definitely not. Um. I'd say probably all-time favorite is just straight Jack and Coke. Okay. Um, that's something that, you know, to be honest, I didn't really start drinking too much until my freshman year of college, other than, you know, just drinking in my friend's basements, like, in high school, which is basically anything you get your hands on. But, like, right. coming to college. UV is, blue. 
that's pretty mm-hmm. much it's always been Jack and Coke, something that lets me have fun and um, isn't too harsh on me. Right. High school, I drink UV Blue, Captain Morgan, oh, yeah. and Miller High Life. That's the stuff that gives you. I forget what it's called. There's a like a psychological term for it, where like even like the smell of it can make you sick. Yeah. You know. Yep. I feel like that's UV blue for a lot of people. Fireball. <laughs> right? Fireball does it. One. Oh um, gosh. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff people have horror stories with. Yeah, survivors as survivor something. I don't know. But um, okay, so Eric, you are from Chicago land. Oh yeah, uh, Mundelein. Um, what's obviously the size is the biggest difference, but but outside of that, what do you think the biggest difference between there, where you've lived all your life pretty much, and then being down here in Cape, where you've lived for the last four years? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Honestly, there are two Midwest states, and, and other than. You know, the city life versus kind of, I wouldn't say Cape is country, but kind of more relaxed. Sure. Um, there's not too much of a difference. However, I will say I love Chicago and always will, but I'm definitely more of like a small town. Sure. Or I wouldn't call Cape small town. Definitely more of like a relaxed right. um, kind of person. Chicago is very... You know, upbeat people everywhere. Right. And I've never been super, you know, into big crowds or stuff like that. Sure. Driving is terrible. Driving's got awful. That is mm, something something I'll never miss. <laughs> yeah. Um, even even driving through St. Louis is better than oh, driving hell through yeah. Chicago. I hell hate yeah. driving through Chicago. And then that drive back is always mm. awful. It's six hours. It's six? Okay. Because it's four for me to get home, which is on the way to Chicago. Uh, well, three and a half, that range, but it's, it's like three or so for me to get to Chicago. So I'm surprised it's only six. And it, it wouldn't be that bad if there's stuff to look at. You know what it is? It's sucks. fucking corn. corn. God and damn maybe corn. every once in a while you get some pretty trees to look at, but that's still, that's still, that's why I try not to drive at night or, oh, you know, yeah. if I have to make it like the last hour or so at night where right. I'm driving through. City lights, but I mean that should knock you out if you're not careful. Seriously, make you fall asleep. I hate driving at night. I mean, honestly, there's not too much of a difference. I'd say now, when you say there's not too much of a difference, do you mean in your town specifically, Mundelein? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you're talking about big city, obviously there's complete difference. I mean, politically, culturally, people down here just obviously. I mean, you look at the way people are handling the pandemic here in Cape compared to back <laughs> way home different. completely different. Way different. I mean, they just started maybe like a month ago allowing people to sit outside at restaurants. Like, until then, everything was shut down. Cape's been having restaurants open all summer, you know, and all bars summer. open. Since like summer. May, I think. So, I mean, that's just, that's just a glimpse at, at the way, I guess, culturally... Holy Things shit. are different, but um, yeah, Illinois sucks, and I'm yeah. originally from Illinois, so I I can still say that. Um, but wow, Jesus, that's ridiculous, man. I mean, I, I, I like that though. I like the I like the kind of vibe that Kate brings me. Yeah, it's a little bit out of my element. I'm not a not a cowboy. 
like yeah. some people down here. But, Not from the Boo Hill. Um, yeah, I do enjoy it in my past four years, and I've definitely yeah. acclimated to the culture. I'd say I'm more Cape right now than I am Chicago. I'd say that, too. And part of that's probably because I've, you know, outside of whatever military stuff I got going on, like, I live here full-time. Yeah. I visit home maybe maybe twice a year. And so, like, I would I'd say for sure I live here, but, like, I've started thinking about, oh, when people I meet from wherever else in the country, if they ask me where I'm from, am I going to say middle of nowhere, Illinois, or am I going to say Cape southeast Girardeau. Missouri, Cape Girardeau? But I almost want to say Cape Girardeau, but... I mean, I think I'll always say... Chicago, mainly just because nobody knows where Mondelein is, so I always say <laughs> yeah. Chicago, and that's just what I'm used to, and you know, when people ask me, right. oh, where are you from? I've done it for the past four and a half years. Right. It's a good conversation starter, especially down here, because usually a lot of people, you know, you find from it, St. it's, you know, oh, I'm from St. Louis, and mm. it's the same, oh, what high school, and then some generic high school, but yeah. it's a good uh, conversation starter, and then a lot of people talk about sports, and it's a good uh, good way to get talking. So when you're done with college, and obviously, you know, we're both going to live here at least through July uh, because of our lease, but would, obviously you wouldn't mind moving back to Chicago for whatever, but if you had a similar job opening somewhere down here or somewhere more Southern uh, than Chicago, if you had that same opportunity Wherever and also in Chicago, do you think you would go Chicago or you think you would go um, somewhere else? I think I'd definitely choose Cape over Chicago. But if you're really? talking about like anywhere, I definitely would like to move um, somewhere further south. I went to South Carolina, actually, Myrtle Beach, for a vacation a couple of years back. and You liked it? I fell in love with, with that area and beach life. and Beach life, yeah. yeah. Beach life is always... I don't think anyone... Would turn that down. Yeah, I don't think anyone hates the beach life. Well, maybe hurricane season, but... Yeah. I'd have to get a home somewhere else. I can always... Come on, Dad. Uh, I, went, hurricane coming. I went to school with some people that moved down near Destin. And I, I was watching their snap. And yeah, they got messed up by that last oh, hurricane. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing you gotta watch out for down there. But... Did you see the the pictures? Well, obviously, I think you saw them from uh, the Theta Zai chapter that got destroyed. Omicron, yeah. yeah and Lafayette. Luckily, they they evacuated yeah. earlier that they day. They didn't have anyone hurt, but, dude, their house got messed up. Mm-hmm. Hurricane season is tough, man. Hurricane it's like tornadoes here. Yeah. I feel like hurricanes, obviously, are more destructive. Right. Less common, but... Bring in the water and everything. Probably, uh, dude, they mess things up. You got tons of stuff. You got flooding. So after the storm, after a tornado, it's pretty much done. But right. after after a hurricane, you still got flooding to deal with. And usually it lasts multiple days. Or weeks. Yeah. Or weeks, depending on, like, obviously the, the category, the severity of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they wreak havoc. I mean, you got winds, which is obviously what a fucking tornado is. But then you get all the water damage that, that comes in and affects things. And to be followed, like flooding, you said. But... This area floods pretty bad. Right Obviously not from hurricanes, but yeah, dude, it, it floods pretty bad pretty much every year. At some point, yeah. yeah and they put the barrier up. I'm waiting for the day that that shit flows over. Dude, uh, I think... I don't know if it ever has. 
How, it if it's ha- ever raised. It hasn't over. ever, but it doesn't need to necessarily go over. For water to flow in? Well, no, for for that thing to break. True. So, True. like... It gets enough pressure on it. Yeah, and I guess two years ago, maybe three years ago, I can't remember exactly, but uh, it was like the highest the, the waters had ever been on the flood wall. I guess it was like about an inch away from potentially breaking that wall. If that wall breaks, it's goodbye. It's everywhere. All the, all the businesses down there. Oh, and all the like, businesses down there downtown yeah. are fucked. But that, that, that water is going to reach all the way up. It's going to reach up a while. The man. good part of campus is it's on the high ground. Right. So I don't know if it would necessarily affect campus, but it would It would reach up. It would All, all downtown, all that downtown area. All the be, downtown would be messy. It would screw the economy of Cape pretty bad. Oh, yeah. But, and um, that's not something covered from right away either. No, it takes a while. I mean, probably not as bad as a hurricane because you're not getting you know anything torn up. Well, you got the flooding plus flooding. like the winds and yeah. trees yeah. falling and yeah. all that other junk. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if we were dealing with uh with uh, the high waters on, on the uh, on the damn flood oh, wall, shit. and then a tornado comes through Cape Girardeau? Oh it knocks man! Knocks everything down. Golly, that'd be a that'd be a recipe for disaster. Jesus. But um, okay, so let let's move forward. Um, so a few years ago, you had to go gluten free for for health reasons. Um, yep. So, what do you think the biggest misconception or the biggest yeah. like oh what uh, you get whenever you tell people you're gluten free? So, I have to do gluten free for medical reasons. The main reason I hate asking about it one because it's a pain in the ass for for workers and you know i know it's for for health reasons but there's definitely a stigma of kind of like the west coast like mm-hmm. girl of like oh i'm doing gluten free <laughs> like you know and I'm i try and stay away from that like i let people know like oh i have like, i have to do it that's not my choice because my general, insides are fucked up yeah in, in general going gluten free isn't you know it won't help you you know, if you're trying to lose weight, strictly going gluten free isn't gonna Mm-mm. isn't gonna change anything for you. How much is bread? How much of a difference is a loaf of bread gonna do? You know? Yeah, and you know the carbs and a lot of a lot of gluten free stuff is a lot higher than really just normal stuff. So, I guess that stigma is something that I've always hated and something that I want to get away from. Because, but I get in a way, it's a good thing too. Because a lot of places are coming a lot more accommodating. Almost every restaurant has, has some kind of option. Um, stores have have a you know have stuff listed as gluten free. So in a way, a lot of a lot of uh, stuff yeah. in stores is labeled as. So in a way, in a way, it is a good thing because it's helping me out and uh, obviously giving me the more choices, but. Uh, I definitely don't like being put in that category of being extra and <laughs> and going gluten free. You don't you don't want to be that white girl us, causing yeah. problems, you know. Ugh. Which if if you're that white girl, go for it. I guess you're helping me out, but right. Don't pair me up with that. Don't pair me up with that. 
So I know something I always I always try to be cognizant of it and, and everything because we're obviously Ooh. good friends and everything. But what uh, what's the easiest way to tell if something's gonna be okay to eat if something's gluten free? Because I remember I always I always ask you like, oh hey, is this good for you? Oh okay okay. Well, typically, stay away from bread. Obviously, anything that has flour, so cookies, most crackers. Um, well, you really got to be careful for seasonings. Really? There's a, quite a few seasonings. I thought most seasonings were, like, good. It depends. Quite a few seasonings, which I'm a little bit lenient with it. Sometimes I just say... Sometimes it. I just say, let just the say, gluten Just say, me. fucking go with it. <laughs> but seasonings you have to be careful for. As far as bread goes, you can tell gluten-free bread by... Um, it crumbles pretty well. So, like... You know, you'll okay. be eating a sandwich and it'll just fucking fall, fall apart. apart on so you. So it sucks. But, yeah. I mean, I've come pretty... To the point where I don't even know the difference. Right. You know, you give me a piece of gluten-free pizza and I don't know the difference from a pizza that I would have had right. four years ago. You know, it's been... Sure. Or three years ago, whenever uh, I changed my diet. But I'm sure if you ate a regular piece, yeah, I'd probably be able outside to tell of again. obviously all the stuff. Yeah, I'd probably going in yeah, I'd probably be able to tell. But I guess that's a good thing too is I can't necessarily tell the difference. But I just hate that it it causes you know other people extra work because I don't like going to you know a restaurant and being like, oh, what do you have that's gluten free, and then you know telling them, oh, make sure that it's not. Cross contaminated or whatever. Right. So you know, I guess that's that's probably the most difficult thing to deal with. I'm sure a decade ago it would have been a lot more. Oh yeah, and people would have looked at you ass. funny too. Like, right? What the hell, the hell's doing? wrong with you? So I guess I found out at a good time, but that that was also kind of bad because I went twenty years without ever figuring it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh Jesus. What'd you pour yourself? Glenlivet? Yeah, I, uh, oh, Jesus. Some of that Glenlivet scotch I picked up at, uh, Tarjay of all places. But Ooh. it's actually a pretty smooth scotch. That one wasn't, but for the, for <laughs> the most part it is. Yeah, that one kind of, kind of went down Ooh. wrong, but no, it, it actually is pretty tasty. Uh, it is pretty tasty. Uh, 12 year, but it is pretty good. Um, oh, yeah. So, do you think. Do you think less people are as, as weird about it? Because I know oh, we, sure. we went out to some restaurants and uh, that one time when we went to Olive Garden of all places, oh, yeah. we had that wait, waiter that was like super nice yeah. about it. He was super chill. I mean, it's definitely more apparent now. Do you still get a lot of weird looks? Not so much anymore. Most people just think I'm doing it, like I said, for that stigma. Of, for a fact. Yeah, of just trying to be healthy, which, which is okay. Nothing wrong with it. And I guess it does keep me away from... From fast food and, and stuff like that. Right. So in that way, it's a it's a good thing. But uh, you know, it's definitely changed from from how it was ten years ago. It's only going to progress too. Right. Hopefully someday they'll have something where I can get myself a Big Mac again or Travis <laughs> Scott version. Those will still be around. Do you think you had it like your whole life? Or oh yeah, it's it's autoimmune. So it was something I was born with, but actually they say uh, 
there's over a hundred different symptoms of it. There's people who go their whole life without hell. I might without, have it. without knowing. <laughs> it's possible. There was one time I always got to poop after I drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just beer shiz. <laughs> <laughs> I got that before I had. <laughs> but there's a there was a girl who uh, I was talking with my doctor, and her only symptom was hair loss. You can lose your hair. I mean, that's it's one of the hundred symptoms. And uh, Jesus Christ. She had hair loss. Obviously, you don't have all hundred. Uh, yeah. She had hair loss, and somehow, somewhere, they they traced it back to Sea uh, Lake. Yeah. God damn. Free. Oh my god. It's just autoimmune, so it's something that's going to stay with you forever. And it's not something that only you know affects your stomach. It's something that affects right your whole body, your whole immune system. I'm sure it develops as you age. Yeah, and, like and that's why symptoms you... appear at different times in your life. Right. Which is also one of the dangerous things because you could be eating it and messing up your your body. Right. And then not find out till you're fifty when you got a bunch of other medical shit going on. Yeah. I also you've gone early. fifty years of your life, you know, eating gluten. Oh yeah. And then all of a sudden you gotta you gotta start taking your, your glizzies bunless. I'm still a glizzy gobbler. <laughs> I'm still three for a week. Don't stop me. Every time, uh, every time no I grill, bun, every time I grill for you, I gotta leave out the bun. <laughs> Real daddy top. Real daddy top. What can I say? I need some of those pork steaks. Yeah, that's one thing that I didn't know in Chicago. I did not realize that it was like a St. Louis, or I don't know what. I guess it's St. Louis thing. But uh, I came down here one time, and somebody said something about pork steak. And they were like, oh, yeah, my parents used to make that, like, every week. And I was like, <laughs> what? Pork steak? I was like, the fuck is that? And I thought I was just being a dumbass. And, like, <laughs> you know. But I asked, I asked my parents one time, and I was like, have you ever heard of pork steak? And they're like, no. Wait, they hadn't even heard of it? No. It's a, it's um, a St. Louis thing. Wait, it's have a, your parents always been in a Chicago yeah. area? Okay. Well, I moved to Arizona one time. Oh, For, like, a yeah. year when I, when I was younger. Yeah, you were Which, really young. That'd be a nice place to <laughs> retire. To retire yeah. <laughs> Maybe not right now with all that fire and stuff going on west. But is that in Arizona too? It's all over West Coast, mainly in California. Except Nevada. Yeah, I saw a I saw a um, little map uh, showing like where the fires are. California's fucked. California oh, is yeah. gonna burn for ever. Need some rain. But I saw like <laughs> it was it was pretty much every state surrounding except Nevada. Somehow. And I was like, wow, man, they're doing something right. Vegas. <laughs> Vegas, all the betters are like, all right, keep it away, keep yeah. it away. That's funny. Oh, goodness. Okay, so moving toward 2020 here. Um, what do you think the weirdest part, or maybe that's not the right word, but what's been the weirdest or shittiest or strangest part about uh, living through COVID? Not that he has COVID, but during the fucking <laughs> pandemic. Hey, 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 hey. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's probably finding out how poor some people's hygienes are. Yeah. Like, they have to tell people, oh, wash your hands. Like, were you not washing your hands before you, like, after you went to the bathroom before? Or, or like, what? You know? And hey, at least run run them underwater, like at the know, very least. Come I, on, I get sometimes you're at the bar and you just quick like dust off and move. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, 
still finding out that, like, you have to tell people to wash your hands now. Other than that, um, I mean, the masks, obviously, that's different. Yeah, that is different. people without masks. Dude, for me, it's like, how differently pockets of regions around the country take it. Yep. Like, down here, okay, on campus, obviously, we have to do it because the school's going to... F people us if not, they're yeah. But dude, peep as soon as I mean, you, you step rodeo, out of the building, dude, nobody gives a fuck. You saw the rodeo. I mean high schools even high schools are having full on high school football going on right now. Right. Not in Illinois, I don't nope. think. Nope. Every all my all the high schools in my area back home are completely online. High schools down here, I have a buddy I work with who play who's still in high school. And um Jesus. They actually had their senior night, like their first home game, just in case they were going to have to call things off. Usually senior nights, your uh, your last home game of the season, but they, they made it their first home season. Oh, so they are doing football? Yeah. They're oh, okay. full, full shit going on. I know. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure some schools in Missouri are like, oh, like pretty far into their season now. Yeah. I mean, it's almost October. High school football. Probably ends November ish. Yeah, I think so. It, it's it's been playoffs. a few years for me. But yeah, dude, it, it's so and then different. I mean, like I said, you you go back home and or back home for me, and uh, people are still all messed up. Hardly anything's open. Stuff's just starting to reopen, and you know, when you go back here, you go down here, and you think nothing's nothing's up. Dude, you just think a bunch doesn't of even exist. Funky people wearing masks. <laughs> Bunch of weirdos, <laughs> which is different because you look at like Asian cultures, and they've always worn masks. Yeah, you know, not everybody, obviously, but masks have always been a part of their culture. Like if you if you're sick at all, you wear a mask yeah. to and, and not get other people sick. You know, you come down here, and this is probably the first time people have actually taken, besides doctors and you know people who are severely sick, you know, yeah. severely at risk with autoimmune issues but i think it's gonna even whenever covid like it might stay that way that might be a total culture change i don't i don't think it'll be like oh everyone's always gonna have to be wearing a mask no not at all but i do think moving forward when covid's done and everything people are like when they get even a little bit of sick they're gonna put a mask on like you know i'm very much a person where like i'll get if i and feeling a little under the weather, I'll I'll still come, go to work, and do my job. You know, I might have to have an extra box of tissues or whatever, but but also come to work and everything. But I feel like moving forward, people are gonna if if you got the sniffles, you're gonna have a mask on, or maybe even your boss would like require it. I don't know, but yeah. I think that's what's gonna change. In the I'm future. just curious as to when this is gonna end. The date no keeps getting idea. pushed back. I no remember when it first started, people were like. Oh, you know, it'll be over by July, you know. Stuff will be back to back to normal and nobody now, nobody was on the same It's completely up in the air. Man, I'm telling you, if if they would have been like a like a mandated quarantine, two week quarantine, you, oh, you that would have never happened. No, but like now, absolutely not. It won't happen. But like middle of the summer, early summer, late summer, I don't oh, care. Yeah, you would have been the perfect time. If you would have said two okay, weeks 
lock it up, bring the Bingo. bring the guard down, <laughs> get Tayton his Tayton his buddies <laughs> to board up your walls. Right. And, no, but like seriously, you you tell people, all right, June one. June one, yeah. uh, we're gonna notify you. You got a week to get all the supplies you'll need for a two week quarantine. Yeah, you probably wouldn't need to announce it like at least a month in advance. But yeah. like give people notice, say from this date to this date, you're gonna do I would say a little over two weeks. Yeah. Maybe two to three just to give I mean, it a buffer. You saw how and how, then it'd be gone. How but, crazy people were running before they any released any of that shit. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. And, you know. I was I am glad that I had stocked up on toilet paper before I even was concerned about COVID. I had like a like a whole case. I'm glad I did that because I went to restock when I was running low and I was like, God damn, there's no paper products. Hey, you know I always got that shit on me. <laughs> always, always got the motherfucking thing on me. I'm always, always got some baby wipes or something. Baby wipes and dude wipes. Dude, dude, wipes. dude wipes. I don't know if you all have tried those with that. Putting them in your in your fridge too. <laughs> I still haven't little, tried that. Little, uh, you told me about that. I still haven't tried that. <laughs> it's uh, it's refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, but seriously, dude, dude wipes, baby wipes, whatever. They are a move. Makes makes the whole process a lot cleaner. Mm-hmm. You know, less less wiping. I think it's great. I think it's great. It's saving the earth a little bit. Saving Somehow, the earth, probably. But um. I do have to do a, a little shameless plug. We are, uh, we're looking into getting koozies. I'd say within the next week or two, we will have a good supply, about one to 200 koozies up for sale. Probably be doing a giveaway on the old Instagram. So if any of you are interested in uh, purchasing a koozie, DM my Instagram. That's Whiskey Circle Official. Uh, send me a DM. I'll uh, I'll get you hooked up. I'll I'll find a way to get you some koozies. Uh, but I'll probably be posting on that Instagram a uh, koozie giveaway whenever they do come in. Probably select uh, ten to twenty people to give those away to. But yeah, they're gonna be sick. They're gonna have the logo on it. They're gonna be black and gray. Oh, excuse me. And uh, they're actually gonna even have the the Spotify code on the back. So all you gotta do is scan it, and it takes you to the uh, the the podcast homepage, so it'll be it'll be a move. It'll be a move for sure. Yes, sir. Okay, Eric. So, what is something that you have always wanted to knock off your bucket list? That's something you've always wanted to try, but you haven't been able to, or or haven't made an attempt to. Something you always wanted to do. Could be anything. Scuba diving. Scuba diving. That's kind of random but i mean i've always been in love with with ocean life mm-hmm. um so i think that's cool i mean that just, that shit just like that amazes me how much of the ocean is undiscovered it's, it's a little bit scary too but right. you know there's a whole nother world down there and it's it's kind of naive to think like you know i don't know I think we run this yeah. shit when, when there's so much going on right under under the water there so that's something you know i've always wanted to try but there's always you know you got to get certified and do all that it's stuff. actually not that hard i guess to get certified which is nice just a few classes but um obviously we live in missouri yeah. too well there's a few like cave diving areas that oh fuck no <laughs> too dark too scary yeah, i mean i've heard horror stories really about, like, cave diving about people like oh god 
this is what I do in my free time. I look up random YouTube videos like this stuff. <laughs> and there's a there's a video of guys going cave diving and uh water was like complete pitch black and they actually used like a line of rope to yeah. kind of guide them so they they take so out the line back. yeah they oh dude if you lose that if you lose that that's what i'm saying there's a story of a guy got somehow tangled up an entanglement yeah got got tangled up or whatever lost the rope complete black had no clue whether it was up or down oh which way was right which way was left you know it was completely disoriented he couldn't like figure out like where his bubbles were going no he i mean he probably knew which way was up and down okay. obviously if he but as far as like which way he was looking or left right yeah forward, he, which no. way was forward eventually he was able to find the find the rope oh, and man. was able to find his way back i'm surprised they don't like i'm surprised he wouldn't have like taken a carabiner to his to his belt line and to the rope and had like yeah. like a 15 foot thing rope, thought, you know like but, tethered but, to it holy shit and then i've also heard horror stories of people getting of getting like caught in tight spaces mm-hmm. in caves that just, just gives me anxiety like thinking about it you know are you claustrophobic at a point i'm claustrophobic <laughs> like everybody else is you know <laughs> yeah if i'm in a spot where i can't move obviously but you know i'm not i'm not somewhere where like i'm in tight spaces with like five people surrounding me that's you know i'm not claustrophobic but if i'm in a three-foot box then i might start breathing a little heavier i get that scuba diving that is a fun one i know uh we do have a scuba club at semo Mm -hmm. i think when they started off you could get your scuba cert for like dirt cheap yeah i don't know if it's still as cheap i think i think going through that club it may still be cheaper than Going through wherever else, but yeah. hey, look into it, man. Last semester, last semester, yeah, get your scuba fun. cert. I think you're certified for life. You might have to do. Some, you might have to renew it. You might have to renew point, it, but you probably don't got to go through the whole education. Probably no. just some refresh. Maybe just like the testing, because right. I, know, I know you do have to do some some testing. All right. It's like with a driver's some license, test dives, you don't yeah. really got to go do your driver's test. Part again. of the fun too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is definitely something I'd like to look into some point. Yeah. I think in open areas, in open, in the middle of the ocean, yeah, maybe not, maybe, maybe not, not the middle of the ocean. Yeah, a coral like coral reef might be cool. Yeah, I uh, or snorkeling, snorkelings, snorkelings the that, uh, the baby cousin, huh? Yeah, we're recording. Hey, this is Kathleen. Hi, I'm just I'm asking a non mystery related question. Huh? Huh? Knock on his door. I think he is. I think he's doing homework. Probably. Always doing homework. And he's a little bit of a nerd. But I I think I've always wanted to do scuba diving. It's not really... I think it'd be like if I had some buddies that were super into it, I'd probably get into it. But I don't know if it's ever something I'll just do on my own. You know? Yeah. I mean, I did, I did swimming and water polo in high school. So that I've always been around, you know, water and, and swimming. So um, that's always been something that's interested me. What about you? I'm curious now. What about you always what? wanted to do? What about I always wanted to do? I've literally talked probably like most. I've probably of, heard of this. Before. Most, dude, I've always wanted to skydive. Oh. I've always wanted to skydive. I've talked about going. I was this close to going on a number of occasions. 
Dude, I would love to get skydiving certified or whatever the hell it is. I know you can just go, but like, I want to be like... You wouldn't uh, be able to do it by yourself and oh, instruct I, people to do it. I would love to. I know your first time going... You have to have somebody you, with you. You have to do a tandem. Yeah. I think maybe you can go through like a four-hour course and be able to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. But your, your first jump, I think more often than not, you got to do tandem. But dude, I've always wanted to go. Like, that's bungee jumping. I don't know. Bungee jumping would be crazy. I would be more scared to bungee jump than. Well, see, okay, I don't know if scare is the right word, but what I've always thought is when you're bungeeing, how do you get down? (laughs) Like when you're done doing the bungee. I think think the people (laughs) come back in. I don't know. There's some bungee. I've never seen that part of the video. I've never seen that part of the video. Or <laughs> you, do you just start like like moving side to side? Yeah. <laughs> like do you just? I cut, think they, I think they reel you back up in some way. No one, no one reveals that part of it. Mean, I don't know. There's always that off chance, you know, and that's in the back of my head. When you're skydiving, that shoot don't work. Pull the shoot. Oh fuck! I guess you have a backup shoot too. So yeah. The the chance of both of them failing is. Pretty slim damn slim. Down, but, you know. Hey, you could be like, uh, was it Hank or Peggy Hill? There's an episode of King of the Hill. They were, they were skydiving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, neither of their shoots worked, and they just landed face flat in the middle of a cornfield. But, hey, they uh, they survived. But, no, dude, I've I've literally always wanted to go skydiving. It, it's a bit too expensive, man. Is it? It's a bit. Well, to, I mean, you got to pay to use it, pay to do whatever. I've heard a lot of places let you, like, use if you go a second jump all you got to do is pay for the fuel so it's a lot cheaper okay but like i want to say it's like 300 bucks to go Damn. it's something i still want dude i for what how, how long do you think it takes to a few minutes from the jump to uh depends on how high uh tandem usually i think you're you're probably just uh what do they call it where you jump out of you're you're real low as soon as you jump your shoot pulls. I would want a free fall for sure. I want to say that the, would be cool. The static if you're line, do that's it, what you I was might thinking. as well just. You want a free fall, yeah. The static line is only uh, I want to say I could be way off. I want to say it's like three thousand feet. Uh, but dude, I've 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 always wanted. To, I've talked about it since I was little. I think the youngest you can be when you go is like sixteen. Yeah. And me and my dad were talking when I was real young. I was like, as soon as I go sixteen, turn sixteen, I want to go. I still haven't went. I've always wanted to do it. There's a tons. There's tons of things. I there's I even like the it. that is the biggest. I think. kind of bullshit. But there's like the indoor skydiving. Have you ever seen? Oh, the the simulation where yeah, where they have the air yeah. pushing you up and you can do. <laughs> You're in like people the that do that suit. shit for like life, and you know they know all the tricks and they're yeah. flipping and shit. I've never tried that either. So that'd be fun. I can't knock on it too much, but it'd be a lot cheaper. Yeah, I've always wanted to skydive. Always try that for sure. I know there's one in Chicago that I always drive by on my on my way back. There's a building uh, right by like the freeway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I will go. I will go. I got a little bit of money saved up now. Um, I know next summer I'm gonna be making some good money, so maybe I'll go soon. Who knows? I know there's like a season for it because I mean, mi- middle of summer's good. Yeah. Uh, because you gotta think, if you're free falling, for yeah. example, I want to say it's like somewhere between ten to twenty degrees colder up there because of the difference in height. 
that those numbers might be off, but I know it's definitely colder up there. Plus, yeah. you got to think all the wind coming at you. Yeah. So you got to go when it's a little warmer at yeah. the very least because it gets cold. You know what I'm confused about? What? I, how big is the trajectory of landing? Landing? Because it's, it's got to be pretty hard with, you know, taking well, everything into consideration, all the wind. and. Well, if you're going recreational, I'm sure it's a pretty large, maybe like a hundred meter yeah. uh, diameter, which, I mean, that's what, 300 plus feet, yeah. you know? That, that's not the hardest thing to hit, but you got to think people, military, you know, yeah, special forces, airborne, on. you know, you got to be spot on. You might have, you know, a 300 foot target hit. I don't know. Those those numbers might be off, but I feel like recreational, it's a pretty wide area. And in all reality, it's probably going to be in the middle of a field. So if you go a little bit oh, out yeah. of the target area, it just means that people got to drive a little bit further to pick you up or you got to walk a little further. Well, I'll be I'll be waiting on the ground for you. Okay. <laughs> Give her choose to go uh, I'll uh, I'll let you know. Uh, you can tag along just to watch me, yeah. I guess. Um, so one of our final things here. Um, what would you call an underrated drink? What is an mm-hmm. underrated drink in your opinion? And I got something in my head that I you haven't said yet, and I just I just need to mention if you can't. If you don't say it here. I'm trying to think. Could be anything, like I said earlier. Same with your favorite drink. A beer, I I wouldn't really say it's underrated. Definitely not underrated. But something that gets me like to where I need to be for a night. To where I need to do it easily is Mars. Margaritas? Yeah. Definitely, definitely not definitely underrated. Definitely not underrated. Definitely not underrated. But that actually might be overrated. <laughs> but that is something for me where I can have a couple of those and I can be I can be ready. Yeah. You know? I can be in the zone. There's some drinks and it differs on night where you know it takes me a little bit and you know, I'm just not feeling it. So I'm like, okay, maybe not tonight's not the night where I'm getting too rowdy. But you know, those those set me where I need to be pretty quick, so I, I don't know. I guess I'm just blanking on underrated, but as far as something that I didn't mention is my favorite and isn't whiskey. It's fine. Would be, would be smart readers. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It doesn't, it's not always about whiskey shit. Uh, but um, margaritas. Okay, so do you prefer frozen or on the rocks? Frozen. Mm. I've just always, I've always liked frozen drinks, whether it's alcoholic or you like a slushy. slushy. See, I actually... I sugar addiction, so... Yeah, I got a sugar addiction. I actually prefer on the rocks. And I don't... I might be a pussy. I don't know. I get a brain freeze whenever I try oh, to pound yeah. margaritas. And so, I just... I can put down some drinks. I can put down some drinks, no issue. Yeah. But I feel like I take forever on a margarita just because it's so damn cold. So, I always I always try to go on the rocks. Uh, I assume lime or whatever is going to be... Yeah, just, uh, just something a regular simple. lime. Something simple. I mean, I'll drink any. That's fair. Too many margaritas, I'll That's fair. turn away. You know what is super, like, like a perfect recipe for a Sunday fun day? Is this your underrated drink? No, no. Oh, no, no, no. no. Okay. Well, go right. What's a perfect recipe for a Sunday fun day? I did this with your brother a few years ago. Um, he was drinking Angry Orchards. I was drinking beer. 
Um, but we uh, we start out uh, maybe 11, 12, 1 o'clock. I can't even remember. Um, start out the pool hall. We, between him and I, we split a bucket of beer. We might have had a few extras. I don't know. Um, like I said, he was drinking Angry Orchards. But spent an hour or so at the pool hall. And then we ran into our good friend Jake Walk uh, and, and some of his friends. And we went with them to go get margaritas. And I was putting down some Mars because cool. I had a buzz. This thing will hit you quick, though. Oh, yeah. There's had... something you can drink in the moment, and mm-hmm. then you sit up from the table, go to take a piss or something. Oh, yeah. Woo! But, man, like, when I'm drinking Mars, like, that's the first back. thing. Those things, it, the tequila, I can taste yeah. right off the bat. But if I have four, five, six beers ahead of time, you stop tasting. I can put down margaritas put like down. nothing. That's and so, yeah, I mean, it's a good, good, uh, Good pregame, I think. And oh, I think yeah. that's what a lot of people use it for. Oh, yeah, for sure. Before they go out or yeah. partying. I say, you know, just shoot the shit, play some pool, have a couple beers, and then get Marg's. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to, you know, go the distance, oh, man, that is that is a good combination. Because then you are, I'd say pre-sauced. You are pre-sauced. You were ready to go for the rest of the night. What is it? Beer before liquor, never sicker. Oh yeah, I don't. I, I, that. I think that's a I just, bit of a myth. I just end up throwing up at the yeah. end of the night, regardless. Yeah, yeah, I'm not either way. I mean, it's sick either way. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think it's right. You know when when you mentioned all time favorite, and when you mentioned underrated, something I thought you were gonna say but didn't. Is that Mad Dog 2020? Oh, I thought oh. you were gonna say Mad Dog because I've seen you sling some yeah. fucking Mad Dog, yeah. dude. Mad, oh, that was that was like throwing it back to sophomore year. Oh, you, you would put like, that shit down. Ooh, what was it? I think it was. Uh, it wasn't like the blue one. I remember it by colors. Same with like Gatorade. Gatorade, and shit. yeah. Just go by colors. There's the blue one, but there's the orange one. Which is uh, peach or something? I don't. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I forget what it is, but that one's my favorite. And that shit, like I had it for homecoming this past year. Really? And oh my god, yeah. that shit will go up quick, and you can finish like bottles of that. Oh yeah, that shit is too good. It's like a. I think it's like a mimosa flavor almost. The the orange one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Dude, that stuff's like like rum like rum chata. You yeah. can just put down rum chata, no issue. That's like that's, I think it's Mad actually, Dog's harder than that. Though. I think it's obvious, like actually like a, a like wine. A wine. I, think yeah, it, that's what I, I think it is. I put some Everclear in wine. I call it a Mad Dog. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. I feel like it's definitely got a different taste than most wines. Oh, complete! It's harder than wine. Oh yeah, it's a step above it. And that, well, that goes back to what I was saying, where like never really necessarily cared about the taste. <laughs> yeah. Kind of for the the end goal that that's the drink. I take that back. I'd screw margarita. That's my that's my uh, that's my underrated choice. Was, uh, was yeah, yeah. I knew I knew I'd I haven't gone back to that in a minute. As, as soon as as soon as I said Mad Dog, you just got a shit eating yeah. grin on your face. <laughs> that is different. You're like, oh, that was a different lifetime yeah. for me. <laughs> Maybe I'll go back to that and get her a little rowdy. Okay, okay. These days with some Mad Dog. Rowdy Eric coming back into action. I can get yeah. behind that. Okay. I, I said a few weeks ago when uh, I think it first episode when Tyler was here, I thought I think whiskey sprites are pretty underrated one. No. People just aren't used to mixing it's, the dark liquor with a clear soda. Clear soda. Yeah, it's different. 
I think I, I love I it. I mean, I've heard I've heard a lot of people do Crown Apple and Sprite. Really? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good one. I just think a lot of people. I guess the, you know, obviously the rule Which is you like mix, you like. mix you know, dark, dark liquors and with dark sodas, vodka like, sprites with light sodas, but vodka I mean, fuck it, experiment. What about this vodka Red Bulls? Yeah, yeah, that shit used to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, hey, if something tastes like I'm, shit, I'm you just won't try it again. I'm surprised even, like, it says right on the can, don't mix with alcohol. Does on it? On the Red Bulls, yeah, but... Man, I think people would get in trouble for it. <laughs> oh, no. It's yeah. still legal, though. I mean, that shit used to get me going. Dude, as soon as there was any any sort of legislature to try to, like, stop mm-hmm. any sort of thing to, from being a mixer... I guarantee you, every bar in the country would be Throwing stocking up, up on that and putting putting sales on it. Everyone would be drinking that until oh, yeah. that legislator went. I mean, it's a good taste because Red Bull has a has a strong Vegas bombs are nice. Yeah, has a pretty Vegas strong taste. Nice. That's your favorite shot. Oh god. Uh, Some rubbermints. Oh fuck no, <laughs> not rubbermints. If we're talking like a like a party shot, um. I, to me, the two basic ones are Apple Bombs and Vegas Bombs. Um, depending on where it's made, I would almost, surprisingly, I would almost more often say Vegas Bomb. Apple Bomb just, it's a little too sweet, I think, at a lot of places. Yeah. But it also depends on where it's from. Mm-hmm. You know, I had an Apple, or sorry, a Vegas Bomb one time, and I think they made it with, they made it with something different, and it had like, I guess some some touches of cinnamon, and I fucking yeah. hate cinnamon, and so it kind of messed with me a little bit. But I think more often than not, I'd say Vegas bomb if we're just talking, you know, party shots. Yeah, I don't know. It's a hard choice. Apple bombs are my go-to at you know go-to. bars and stuff. Always the cheapest. Cheap. And Always the cheapest. Crowd easy blazer. to take too. Right. You know, if you're buying some for friends or a girl or whoever, that's the easiest to take. Jaeger bombs, those get me. Fuck, dude. Those get me. F. Mess you up. Yeah. Mess you up. Rubble Put mints. it down. I only had a rubble mince like a couple times, and those are never pleasers. Those get you going. But hey, Tyler was saying, you know, you you go to the bathroom, you throw up, you come back, yeah. take a quick rubble mint shot. You don't you don't even need to brush your teeth. Yeah, don't even need to brush your teeth. <laughs> that was a joke we used to make. I remember the first time I took one, I was with one of my buddies. And he was looking at the bartender, and she asked, like, why, why are you taking these? And he oh. goes, well, I don't have to brush my teeth later. <laughs> later? Oh, God. I just meant after throwing up in the bathroom. <laughs> no, yeah, brush, I, your, brush I, your teeth, kids. <laughs> if, I, if I take this, I don't got to brush my teeth for the next week. Okay, buddy. Uh, you might need to look into your hygiene. CDC need to start telling people to brush their mm-hmm. teeth. God dang. Oh, well, Eric, uh Wrapping it up here. Thank you for joining me and all your gluten-free endeavors. I appreciate oh, yeah. all of those. Uh, hope to have you on in a few weeks, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see where we'll see where the whiskey circle goes. Soon enough, we'll have some koozies. Maybe we'll have some shirts soon. Oh, I'll be repping that. Maybe we'll even get some some glasses for for those select individuals that are interested. But we'll see. All right, everyone. Thank you.